Hello, beautiful people. I hope you are doing well, taking it easy. If you're having a stressful day or week or month, shit, year. I mean, I know it's only like the month, the fifth, <laughs> but shit, it'd be like that. Um, but I just want you to take it easy on yourself. Um, life is really hard. And if you can make something a little lighthearted, um, do it for yourself. Um, but, not but, and. Today's episode on the inside perspective is going to be about seeking approval. Unintentionally at times, but seeking approval or validation. And seeking validation and approval in relationships is something that I hadn't realized I was doing. Um, Let me give this background, right? So... Aaliyah started playing basketball when she was four years old. Um, One of the biggest things that I've always wanted to do was make my coach happy and make my parents proud and make my teammates believe in me. My entire life I played basketball. So all I ever really cared about was my teammates believing in me, making my coach proud, and making my parents happy. Make my parents feel like they have one of the best players on the court, right? But if you notice within all of that, not once did I mention what I wanted for myself. I just wanted to have fun playing the game. I love the game of basketball. As I grew older, <clears throat> seeking validation and approval from others became a lot. It became almost a priority, um, especially when it came to the game. Um, And I had a lot of coaches, I think, that knew that and worked off of it. I even had one coach told me that I play the best whenever I'm angry. And so that he would intentionally piss me off so that I would play better. And so sometimes before games, I would make myself mad. I would think about things that would make me upset, that would hurt me, that would make me mad so I could play better. But then I realized that that shit doesn't work because there's one game that I got myself so pissed off right before right before we played. And as I'm playing and everybody's looking at me like, why is she so angry? Why is she this, she that? And it's because I was looking for the approval from that coach that told me I play the best when I'm angry. And at the time, the only thing that mattered to me was the approval of my coach, my teammates believing in me, and making my parents proud. And if I played good, that meant all of those things happened. But it created a very vicious cycle in myself that I started to apply in different spaces. One of those spaces being 
romantic relationships. <laughs> Consistently seeking approval that I was loving them properly or treating them well. But then to the outsiders, them making, them seeing that I am the perfect partner. And that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but just giving the inside perspective. <laughs> as long as I, one, appease my partner, made sure that they felt loved, heard, and appreciated, I was doing well. As long as their friends knew that I was the most perfect partner they could ever have in their life. And as long as their parents knew that their child was being respected and loved. And so I would play the part making all this shit up in my head, mind you. But I would play the part that I thought that my partner's parent wanted, my partner's friends wanted, my partner wanted, that strangers thought would be enough for me to be standing next to this beautiful person. That constant need. Hold on. making sure that I always painted the picture of perfection in order to get approval. Really fucked up the way I viewed things. <laughs> and I can even go into... Hold on. Whew, okay. Had to take a little second. And also my phone started ringing. <laughs> but... Um, another area where I've seen uh, my need to seek approval was in the classroom. Um, and this was even before I got to college where I attended a predominantly white institution. So there was a different need for perfection then. <laughs> um, but even I remember in grade school, um, there was this need to be like one of the smartest kids in the classroom so the teacher would like me. Um, so the teacher knew that I wasn't some kid that didn't care about their education, um, and also to prove that, you know, I wasn't one of those black kids that their mom didn't care about them, you know, because there's that stereotype that automatically, like, if you're a black kid in a certain area, and if you look a certain way, that that means that your parents don't care about you, and that was something that my parents had put into their head, you know, like, stop acting like somebody don't care about you or stop dressing like somebody don't care about you, you know? And so it was making sure that, like, my clothes and everything was, like, like my parents always had me decked out for real, for real. Like, you know, I was taken care of. Um, but then it was this need to, like, make sure that I had um, kept up that look and that appearance throughout the day and then it came to learning my studies and perfecting my studies and getting straight A's. And in grade school, I was busting that shit out. It was real easy. And then I, I got to high school and I went to a different high school. And I remember you had to, like, test to see what type of level you would be in at that school. Um, and the first time I tested, I tested level one, which um, 
was the classes that the students that were behind um, or, or were having trouble comprehending uh, were in. And I remember whenever my mom looked at the results, she looked at me. I was like, well, what's up? Like, what's going on? Like, are you not doing good in school? Or, or like, what is it? Um, and just the look of disappointment on her face. <laughs> like, of course, my mom was more than more than willing. If, if, if y'all know Mama, Mama, Mama Coleman, y'all know um, that she she's the first one to make sure that uh, I have the resources and get me to the places to make sure I could be as successful as I can be. Um, but just realizing that I, I wasn't where somebody wanted me to be made me feel like shit. Um, and so I busted my ass, finished out, I think it was eighth grade, <laughs> um, and then retook the test and ended up testing at level three, which was uh, on average. And I ended up finishing at that school at uh, level seven. So props to me, huh? <laughs> but I say all this to say that there are a lot of times that I probably, there are a lot of times where I wish I would have taken, taken the time to really just be and been cool with kicking it in level one and it wouldn't have been that big of a fucking deal because at the end of the day I'm still learning and I'm still growing or even whenever I got to to college um you know I was I was a the college athlete you know like what that's supposed to look like the training the long hours at the library after going to lift or having a practice or shit having a fucking travel game i mean i didn't go to them shits because i was injured half the time and ain't nobody riding on that damn bus for over five hours to sit on the bench so (laughs) there was that but even that was shitty you know because i'm supposed to be if y'all hear the low shit it's because i'm getting ready but even that like knowing that i was supposed to be the athlete and i would get injured you know like what does that look like you know for me to be this prime athlete that was recruited to this school and now I get injured the first official practice and I'm out for the entire season freshman year sophomore year I think I got a concussion or I quit I can't remember and then junior year I came back and realized I didn't want to do it quit again and also got a concussion I don't know it's all running together but Nonetheless, I always put all this pressure on myself to to be the part and to play the part and to make sure I was that person for my coach, my teammates, and my parents. But I never really gave much attention to myself. And it was like that in my friendships, in my romantic relationships, I was just always playing the part. Like, I was myself, but I, I was myself to the point of, of playing the role of what my I thought my friends wanted me to be or needed me to be. And so maybe I always, I, maybe I actually wasn't who I needed to be. Now, maybe I wasn't being myself. But I know at the end of the day, I love my friends that I have. I love my family. Um, bruh, the tears. <laughs> the tears. Um, what I realize is me trying to always play the part and be the part was more harm than good and it put a lot of pressure not only on myself but my partner to think they had to be all and do all because I was always playing the part um so 
shit's tough out here, y'all. But I'm glad that I'm able to see it now and identify these patterns that were developed into me as a child and the unpacking and the unlearning and the relearning (laughs) now that I'm doing uh, as a 24-year-old woman. Um, But little Lee knows that I love the fuck out of her and I do anything to make sure that she was happy and okay. And I know little Lee wants to make sure that big Lee, (laughs) 24-year-old woman here, is doing everything that's necessary to be her best self. So I challenge you to look at the behaviors and the patterns that you have in your life and ask yourself, is this really me? Or is this who I think people want me to be? Until next time, beautiful humans.